Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, June 24th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Ukraine is now one step closer to becoming a part of the EU. Russian businesses are getting some help from Iran in skirting U.S. sanctions. Plus, who regulates the porn industry? The answer might be in your wallet. I'm Joanna Gao, in for Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Ukraine is now officially a candidate for membership in the European Union. EU leaders made the announcement yesterday. Here's European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen at a press conference in Brussels. Let me stress that I'm deeply convinced that our decision that we have taken today strengthened us all because it shows once again to the world that the European Union is united and strong in the face of external threats. Here to break down what this all means is the FT's Henry Foy. Hi, Henry. Hi. To be clear, this does not mean that Ukraine has been granted member status in the EU. So what comes next? That's exactly right. So now you have essentially the start of a very long, very arduous uh, bureaucratic process where Ukraine will be asked to uh, enact a plethora of reforms from judiciary to rule of law, corruption through trade, immigration, to essentially meet all the, the rules and requirements of the EU. Only when they're through all of those and they've jumped through all those hoops, if you like, will the EU then make a decision. This could be decades away, and I'm not over-exaggerating. The last country that joined the EU, Croatia, in 2013, took nine years to go from candidate status to a full member. So it's, it's a big step, but it's certainly only the first step. How significant is this decision? So leaders uh, last night in Brussels were calling it a historic uh, step by the EU. It's it's certainly a a huge deal for Ukraine and its pro-Western integration efforts. Of course, a country at war. It's extraordinary how quickly this happened. Ukraine only applied for membership four months ago. The the EU's never moved this fast before to, to get a country into official candidate status. And it's an incredible moment for the country to have achieved this in amongst everything else that's going on. What does this mean for the country's war with Russia? On the ground, it changes very little at all. I mean, in a way, it formalizes the EU's commitment to Ukraine, if you like. But of course, the reality on the ground is that Ukraine needs much more weapons. They need much more Western support in both financial and military means. So in terms of Ukraine's short-term outlook, this doesn't really change anything, but it's certainly a morale booster. Henry Foy is the FT's European diplomatic correspondent. Thanks, Henry. Thanks a lot. Russians are visiting Tehran in greater numbers this year, but it's not for tourism. Russia's under new sanctions from the West because of its invasion of Ukraine, so they want to know how Iran's been able to get by under similar restrictions. Here's the FT's Tehran correspondent, Najme Bazorgmer. Now Russians know that their southern neighbor is more experienced than them or than many other countries in terms of going around sanctions. So basically, everything is available. Maybe in the industrial sector, there are many things that are not easy to import. But in daily life, we don't see a shortage. The problem in this country is high prices more than shortage of any goods. So it seems this has been uh, striking for Russian businessmen who have been visiting Iran in recent months that how come, for instance, iPhone 
is available. So how exactly have Iranians been managing to get around the sanctions? Iran has 15 neighbors and has a long experience of going around sanctions. I'm not saying everything is smuggled into the country, but smuggling is one way. Bringing things through neighboring countries, especially United Arab Emirates and Turkey and also Afghanistan, even Pakistan, there is almost no way to control entrance of goods into Iran. What do you think Iran can offer Russia in terms of the potential to increase trade? I think what Russians are doing is now testing waters to see what kind of potentials are in Iran. What Iranians are doing is not to necessarily teach them all the tricks, rather be the middle businessman. Last year's figures show exports to Russia around half a billion dollars and imports from Russia around $1.6 billion. So the mutual trade is not big. But Iranians now, Iranian officials say they are thinking of increasing this small level of trade to maybe $40 billion. Iran wants huge increase. And Iran wants long-term agreement with Russia to help increase trade and business ties. Are there any drawbacks in this relationship for Iran? There is a lot of concern that Russia could turn into Iran's main rival as two countries, which are hit by sanctions, target same clients, and notably China. Iran sells most of its crude to China under sanctions. But pro-government analysts shrug off this concern and say that the global market is so big and there should not be a problem in this regard. Najme Bazorgmer is the FT's Tehran correspondent. Porn makes up nearly 8% of all internet traffic, according to data provider SimilarWeb. But who regulates the content? You might find the answer surprising. Actually, uh, we, we realize that a lot of power and influence in business lies with financial gatekeepers, Visa, MasterCard, payment processors, banks. That's Alex Barker, the FT's global media editor. He's been investigating the porn industry with reporter Patricia Nilsson in a podcast series called Hot Money. Hi, Alex. Hello. Why has regulation of the porn industry fallen to these financial companies? Porn has never been regulated very closely by governments. Some governments have tried to tighten up rules around porn to um, put age verification up, for instance, but it's very difficult for them to manage and uh, achieve because a lot of porn sites are based outside of their jurisdictions. They don't even respond to their messages. And um, so financial gatekeepers have become the de facto regulators. And it's because their brands, their services are uh, facilitating this commerce and they have to draw some boundaries themselves uh, to protect their brands. And all of them have in different ways developed lists and rules and um, systems for regulating content. And this isn't just a case of like what's legal or not. It goes right down to what can be made on a studio set. 
and often to very uh, detailed and sometimes bizarre distinctions. You know, can you um, make porn in a furry costume or not? So the story evolved this week with the departure of two executives from MindGeek, who own Pornhub, the online porn company. Do we know why they left? Well, MindGeek has had a pretty terrible couple of years, to be honest. Um, they are probably the the most powerful, influential porn company in the world. Uh, they transformed the business in the era of video streaming. Uh, but a the end of 2020, they got in some real trouble. There was a, a, a piece in the New York Times about um, the business model and allegations of illegal content on there, revenge porn, underage material. And in the wake of that, um, MasterCard and Visa basically cut uh, Pornhub and some other MindGeek properties off. And with that, their cash dried up. They got into um, financial difficulties and they've been trying to rebuild since. But there's been a lot of tension within the company over how to do that. And this is really uh, culminated in these two top executives who've been with the company for about 10 years and who are part owners leaving. And um, the owner is now looking for a, a new team. Thanks, Alex. Alex Barker is the FT's global media editor. He co-hosts the FT's new podcast, Hot Money. New episodes come out on Tuesday. Stick around until the end of the episode to hear the Hot Money trailer, and we'll put a link to subscribe in the show notes. Before we go, Jewel's business in the U.S. is getting vaporized, at least for now. Federal regulators announced yesterday they're blocking the company from selling e-cigarettes. The Food and Drug Administration said Juul played a central role in fueling an epidemic of youth vaping. This is a big deal for Juul. Over 90% of its sales are in the U.S. The company could appeal the decision to the FDA or the courts, but it's not clear yet if it will. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Sonia Hudson, Fiona Simon, and Mark Filipino. Our editor is Jess Smith. We had help this week from Michael Lello, David De Silva, Peter Barber, and Gavin Kalman. Our executive producer is Topher Forges. Shaw Brumley is the FT's global head of audio, and our theme song is by Metaphor Music. I'm Patricia Nelson. And I'm Alex Barker. We're journalists for the Financial Times. We write about business. But over the last year, we found an amazing financial story in an unexpected place, the porn industry. No one really likes to talk about porn. We're embarrassed to, even though most of us have watched it at some point. And there's a contradiction at the heart of it. Porn relies on performers to literally bear it all. Yet information about the people and businesses who run the industry is kept like a state secret. I am so exposed. And the people who really own these tube sites get to be reclusive. 
and not publicly held to account? Obviously, it's not fair that the person who get the least shame get the most money. That is so unfair. I don't like it. Who are these secret owners? We wanted to follow the money and work out who really controls online porn. It was, who's got the largest penis here kind of thing. And they hate each other. So it was all about that. People with nefarious backgrounds and companies that are hidden, who are not part of the industry, come into the industry, make a lot of money in the industry. On our mission, we met directors and adult performers. Plus, people with real power, tech pioneers and Wall Street billionaires. You probably were a catalyst for one of the biggest takedowns of media content in the history of the internet. Like, when had nine million videos ever been taken down overnight? I felt good about it. Over the course of eight episodes, we'll be taking you inside the porn industry. So this man, who was getting very nervous about us standing around and recording here, um, he chased me up the stairs and he very politely escorted me off the premises. Do you have regrets on how you handled it looking back? For a lot of people, it was like being cut down at the knees. Telling you about the rivalries, the power battles. You can make a choice in business to be friendly competitors or you can be enemies. And I think that that was just the decision that was made between the two of them to be completely antagonistic. We were surprised by what we discovered and by who's really in charge. There is two players on this planet that can kill porn online. And they can literally kill it. And if they decide to, it's dead. This is Hot Money, a show about power and finance. Coming June 7th from Pushkin Industries and the Financial Times. Listen wherever. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.